Reginald, I do not care for interruptions at this time. You have been warned before not to come to me during curfew. I understand you are the last, but given that the council has neglected their duties up till this point, I believe it's only fair of me to neglect this matter for just a moment until such time as I am prepared to speak to you about it. You know what to do in the meantime. I want his head on a platter and nothing less. Do you remember the discussion we had last week, Priya? Good. I'll find you. I really hate seeing that damn message. city and welcome to hell. I do sincerely apologize for the delayed start today. I had a studio guest pop in unexpectedly, but never you mind, for I dealt with it. If you hadn't noticed lately, the nightshade zombies are nothing if not more persistent than ever. I believe their numbers have spiked, and while there have been some confirmed sightings of groups getting out into the streets to hack their way through them and try and clear them for the rest of us, more and more of them just keep popping up out of the cracks like insects. Nasty little things. I have been alerted by Councilman Reginald that the undead have made their way into the council chambers, among other issues, and I do hope the council isn't forced to relocate after all. They take care of our city so well. Speaking of guests and alerts, looks like we have one. Hello, Agent Nanara. Welcome to the studio. Hello, Miss Fakely. I'm dreadfully sorry to interrupt, but then again, you have invited me in the past. And well, since you never came down to the station to talk to me, I figured I would come to you, get you on the record. I'm sure someone is recording this for the archive somewhere. <laughs> I was just waiting for the right moment, which inevitably ended up being yours. Please sit, make yourself comfortable here, and know you are always welcome. Thank you, then. And also, a good morning to you two, and to the rest of Omen City. Well said, and no, thank you, Agent. It's my pleasure to have you join me for this morning's broadcast. Tell me, have you been busy with our chaotic streets lately? Quite. With the unfortunate jump in undead running around, we've had more deaths and undeaths to counter and investigate. Nonetheless, a little change in pace is welcome. <laughs> yes, I'd imagine so, and I'm happy to provide one. After all, an agent of your... caliber needs a break every now and then too. So don't run yourself down out there, or I may have to come out there myself. Well, yes, I suppose so. I know we're on air, you'll have to forgive me, Omen City, but would I be able to get that statement about the breaking the other week now? Demon cat messengers aren't as common as you think, and I would rather ensure that you are safe and protected. You flatter me, Agent. Just Nanara, please. Nanara, then. You are very sweet. I suppose that I've had a few questions to the nature of the break-in and what happened, so I hope you're tuned in for a story time a little earlier this week, Omen City. You all know the basics. 
I was alone in the recording studio when the power went out, and I was visited by a little messenger of the female demonic variety. If you remember correctly, the note had said, Thy soul shall find itself alone. Shortly after, I realised that while distracted, someone had written in blood on the wide, floor-to-ceiling window behind me. Continuing the threats, and later, after airing, Sloane and Vanilla arrived with the notes they received, even more of a continuation of the piece. I knew it had sounded familiar, but it wasn't until then that I realised they were from a poem, from a dear friend of mine actually, Edgar Allan Poe. The poor dear went insane when he found himself turned into one of the children of the night and disappeared shortly after. Presumably to destroy the threat that he had become as he was unable to contain his bloodlust. But before then he wrote Spirits of the Dead, a spectacular piece, and something of a warning when I received this that night, I believe. That must have shaken you up quite a bit, I imagine. Both the attack and Mr. Poe's passing. Hmm, well, may you rest in pieces, I guess. In truth, I was honestly just surprised that something had gotten past me. Someone obviously had to be around or casting a spell to be writing blood on our window. And the fact that I didn't notice it because I was distracted. I'm disappointed in myself, and trust me when I say it will not happen again. I am older than the city, and nothing gets past me. That's quite the declaration. Can I ask why, if you've been around so long, have you settled in to simply be a broadcast host? Oh, do you really believe that's all I am? I'm sorry, but that's something I can't really disclose with you on air. But maybe one day I'll let you in on some of my precious little secrets. I'll hold you to that, Miss Vaguely. Oh, please, Nanara. Just send. If I am allowed to call you by your first name, then you are welcome to do the same to me. (laughs) I did have something else to ask. This came from some higher-ups, not me, I assure you. About your friend, Vulture. We've had a string of murders lately that I've been put onto that are seeming to lead back to them. I wouldn't go down that path if I were you, Agent. And I would advise your higher-ups to leave that one well enough alone also. What is this city coming to? We know very well that murder is legal during curfew, and even then, there are certain exemptions. (laughs) What's an ancient being got to do to be left with some peace around here? Yes, I... well, yes. Alright. We're going to take a short break here, Omen City. I would advise that everyone enjoys their night and keeps topics of discussion to much lighter, happier things. After all, the city has a dark cloud hanging over it for so long, I wouldn't want that to become darker for anyone. Welcome back everyone, it's about 1am and we have a death count call! So far, we're at about 15 deaths. Not the highest we've seen, but definitely not the lowest either. We had reports of a few groups of fighters out and about, so well done to you all for battling the growing nightshade population. Please do so safely. I heard one of you was almost bitten. The description was not all that unlike our own Sloane Caldwell. 
If you're out there, I would carefully reconsider your life choices, Captain Caldwell. How well do you know Sloane? <laughs> Not as much as I'd like to. What about you? I'm aware you two knew each other in some way. Um, yes, we do. Our work chances us together quite often, and, well, yes, I know her, rather than knowing of her. Excellent in her field. Very well. Muscled. Talented. Spoken. Skilled. But, well, yes, all of those two. <laughs> oh, darling Sloane, flattery works as a call then, hmm? I will keep that in mind. And, no, Sloane, I don't think we will stop talking about you. What do our sweethearts of Omen City think about gorgeous buff firefighters then, hmm? Probably rather adoringly. I hear they save a lot of lives. Oh, a smitten populace then. Can't say I blame them. Perhaps I'm too self-sufficient. Maybe if I get in more trouble I can get rescued by the FBI and firefighting departments. Absolutely not. <laughs> it seems Sloane agrees with you. They sent a rather hurried and caps locked no via text. Am I not to get into trouble then? Just you try it. I don't think you'd be let out of sight anytime soon. Well, Miss Agent, is that a threat or a promise? I'll accept either. I guess you'll have to find out for yourself then, Zen. Oh, it's going to be like that now, is it? Well, three can play this game and... Sloane does not want to be left out of it. We shall see. <laughs> oh, we shall. But for now, I suppose we will have to settle in with community announcements. After all, time is flying by when I'm having fun. And I'm having all too much fun. So, before we end up out of time, I hope you've all sent in your notices, because this is all the space you get, Omen City. First is a message on our Twitter from Madam Trelawney. She warns, in all caps might I add, that all is not what you believe it to be. Watch your back and keep your guard up. Thank you for that stunning piece of insight, Madam Trelawney. Isn't that one of the witches from the Outer City Coven, at the foot of the mountain? She's an astrology major or something. Hmm, yes, I do believe so. Well, everyone would do best to keep their eye on safety this week. We don't know who might be out to cause trouble. Now, as you all know, lovely Sloane took over for me last week. No one else was available and she had the free time, or at least was in the right place at the time. I was rather enjoying listening to her ramble her way through that. But I thought I ought to mention the cult dedicated to Vulture that was reported upon. Unfortunately, after a wild night, which the being themselves informed me on, the lot all showed up dead the next morning. No points for guessing what happened there, but at least they died happily in the worship of their supposed god. A shame, but unsurprising. And I'm surprised to hear you actually did listen in to that broadcast. You were training your accountant, yes? Training is a little strong of a word. More like hunting and helping them stay in shape. Even for a vampire, working at a desk can be mind-numbingly dull, no matter how much they enjoy their work. And it doesn't exactly lend to a fighting figure. And besides, I wouldn't miss Sloane on the broadcast for anything less than death itself. It was a rather enjoyable episode. But so is your regular broadcast. Flattery, Nanara. You're too sweet. I only tell the truth. I'm aware that the fire station listens to the broadcast, but so does my department. 
Most of the time it's better than listening to the police radios. I don't know how, but you always seem to know the drama of the city before we do anyway. Call it a talent, or a gift even. There are many things I would call a gift. (laughs) Well, well, the woman has lines. I should have known. More community notices. Ah, yes. Next we have, from our helpful Anon, an update on Vulture's kill count. How wonderful. This week, however, it's written in a rather angry scrawl of blood. Be careful, darling. You're getting reckless. We may find you sooner than you think. So far on our tally, we have a civilian kill count of 650 and a Councilman Peter death run of 400. Only six more deaths, Vulture. That's a little bit of a shame. As for you, Anon, since it appears that it was you behind the delightful little note sent into the station during the broadcast last week, I would be careful about your words. I don't take kindly to threats against what's mine. Then what's that written on the back? Hmm? Oh, fuck. Very funny, Anon. The spirits of the dead who stood in life before thee are again. This little poetry banter seems to have an awfully direct correlation to the nightshade zombies. Oh, Anon. You don't realise just who you're dealing with, do you? If you're in league with anyone involved in the coming about of the undead walking, I will find you. And I will find them. Mark my words. I would watch it if I were you. I'm not a meek little princess high up in her tower waiting to be rescued. I am not to be messed with. We won't let this continue, Zen. I'll have a team on it. No, I can handle myself. Your entire team combined doesn't really compare to my specialties. No offence. If anyone else had said it, I probably would be offended, but you were one of the most feared figures in Omen City. And yet you don't seem scared, Miss Hart. I've learnt not to be afraid of the things go bump in the dark. Oh yes, one should never be afraid of those. Usually harmless little things. I never had the desire to be afraid. After all, I'm the scariest thing to find in the dark, sweetheart. Scariest? I'm not sure about that, but you sure are something. Sure I'm something, huh? I'd watch your tongue before something catches it. Not sure that's a bad thing when you say it. Oh, agent. (sighs) Yes, Enya, I'm continuing with the broadcast. It is now 10 past 2am in Omen City. The death count hasn't budged and I was enjoying myself and some people don't know how to have fun. Yes, okay, alright, Enya, I was joking. I will come out there, don't make me repeat the incident from 2035. You know the one. Do I want to know? Legally? No, you don't. Not asking then. Wise. Very wise. Yes, Enya, it was a threat. Yes, Sloane, I will tell you later, but only if you come visit me after hours. Now that I want in on. You are more than welcome. Now, before I get another flood of messages, our final community notice for the night. We have an email from Captain Starfury, a fae from Upper Omen City. I do believe they're part of the supernatural militant faction, to let us know that... 
Five rogue Goliath beetles have infiltrated the upper city bank and taken hostages. We expect to hear from the hostages as soon as we can get an insect to human translator. Agent, isn't this along the lines of your sector? Hmm, I'm more along with the in-house murder and kidnapping team. And also it's my rare night off. So unless they call me in, I'm not going anywhere. Besides, it's not like this doesn't happen somewhat regularly. Fair enough. I wonder if any of the Beatles are related to Miss Whitehouse or her offspring. They should be quite a bit more grown by now. They do gain in height and width rather quickly as supernaturally inclined Goliaths. But they'd be maybe 14 by human equivalent? Don't suppose it's a bit of teenage rebellion? Did they say if it's been led by Vulture by any chance? If not, they'll probably show up at some point to join wherever they are. Good luck in any case, Captain. Please try not to blow up my city while you're at it. I do love it so. You don't know anyone who could go help? Not anyone that would want to. Besides, it's Upper Omen City. They can afford to lose a couple million. Nothing that big a deal. Right. Oh, come now. Don't look so push out. I know you like them about as much as I do. I think this is where I follow in Sloane's footsteps and keep my comments off air. I do also have to work there quite often, professional liability and all that. Fair enough. If you do have anything to say, I'd be all too willing to hear it. Oh, I'm sure. Sloane is calling us teasers and is apparently pouting at us. Now that I would love to see. Well, maybe we can. It's getting closer to the end of curfew after all. Sloane, you know you're invited to join us as soon as you please, but don't keep us waiting. Nanara, you never told me how you and Sloane really met. Everyone in Omen knows how I met the Dashing Fiery, but I'm yet to hear your story. (laughs) Oh, well, meeting them and meeting them are two different things, I assure you. Do tell. We have some time. I'm not sure when exactly I very first met Sloane. We're almost always on scene together from early days, after all. Our jobs at the time just didn't coincide. I believe we've both been working in Omen for about the same amount of time. I was a rookie when I first really saw Sloane exiting a burning building with a wailing banshee shrieking right in her ear. Sloane didn't look pleased, the banshee even less so. It was probably a few years of ending up on the same scenes before I worked my way up the ranks into my current position. How dashing and charming of you, Sloane. A sweet hero is always from the sounds of it. Oh, she absolutely is. <laughs> Sloane says this whole thing is unfairly one-sided. I guess she'll just have to come in and tell her story then too, won't she? Oh yes, I'd love to hear her side. So then, when did you properly meet our resident demon of sugary delight? <laughs> On my second week of working in my current role, there was this shapeshifter running around a university dorm in hog form. Major structural damage. Kid was drunk as hell. Anyway, as Sloane's department was getting called in to deal with the gas leak that the shifter caused, a couple kids tried to get their friend to calm down and shift back. Both were killed. It was horrible, but my squad was called in as a result. At the end of the ordeal, everything settled and being carted away. Sloane's boss, the chief, came over and introduced us. Apparently because I'm head of the team, she had to report and cross-reference everything with me. I think I'll never forget the way Sloane smiled and stumbled over her own feet walking over. 
and introduced herself a little too loudly. <laughs> oh, that does sound like her. Confident and smooth until presented with a pretty lady. She must have swooned upon meeting you then. Oh, I was the one falling over. Admittedly, it was because, upon properly meeting, she'd fallen asleep on the studio couch, woken and stood upright abruptly and nearly knocked me to the floor. Oh, now that really sounds like her. Sloane would kindly like us to stop being so mean, as she is a perfectly balanced creature who can't help but... Oh my god, Sloane! What? Let me see. Can't help but dote on gorgeous vampires and witches. Oh my god. <laughs> I, this is... <laughs> oh my god, Sloane. Alright, alright. I think now might be a good time to sign off. Omen City, the streets have been wicked and deadly once again tonight. The total of deaths coming to 27, with a spike right towards the end there. I hope you've enjoyed Agent Hart's company as much as I have, but we both have business to attend to elsewhere in the city, it seems. Rest well, Omen City. Take care of your fellows. The dead walk and no one is free from them. For all else, good luck and good night. Thank you for joining us with a rather late episode this week. The Hell Crew hopes you are all doing well during these trying times. Today's episode was voiced by Ali Rose as Zen Vaguely and Caden as Agent Nanara Hart. We hope to see you in a couple weeks for episode 9 of Vaguely AM. May the drama begin.